0: God doesn't call the qualified, He qualifies the called.
1: I believe that the opposite of depression, it's not happiness, it's purpose. I believe that every single person has something unique to contribute to the world. And that's why I wanted to create a show called Don't Keep Your Day Job. Don't Keep Your Day Job is about figuring out what it is that you were here to do, in this world that only you can do to make the world more whole and more beautiful and to stop selling yourself short and to stop sitting it out and to figure out how to take this thing you love whether it's art or music or screenwriting or dance or baking and how do you weave this thing that you love into a life that you get to contribute that you get to do what you love full time because it's not just about business it's about contribution it's about meaning that is what we seek Thanks to
2: Babbel for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Babbel is the number one selling language learning app. Today, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you're going to get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to babbel.com and use promo code DREAMJOB. Also, thanks to Indeed. Hiring is one of those things you do not want to mess up. With the stakes this high, there is only one choice, Indeed. Get started right now with a free $75 credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash dreamjob. Offer valid through March 31st. Terms and conditions apply. We're also supported by Purple. Your Purple mattress really is comfort for an uncomfortable world. Get 10% off any order of $200 or more by going to purple.com dreamjob10. Promo code dreamjob10. Terms apply. Also, thanks to Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with tons to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives. Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. Explore your creativity at skillshare.com dreamjob and get a free trial of premium membership. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. I'm really thrilled because Jamie Kern-Lima is back today for a second time. If you don't know who she is, she's just one of the most beautiful souls I've ever met and her story is nothing short of epic. She is the founder of It Cosmetics. She's also a speaker, a philanthropist, and now She's a bestselling author. Her book came out last week. So good. I sat down, read it cover to cover in one sitting because I just couldn't stop reading it. It's called Believe It, How to Go from Underestimated to Unstoppable. And in this book, she shares her incredible journey and how she went from somebody who was a struggling waitress to truly building an empire. It's all about overcoming your self-doubt tuning in and trusting your intuition, dealing with rejection and more rejection and finding your way, finding your confidence and ultimately believing, believing in what you know to be true. I'm so incredibly inspired by Jamie. I know she has poured her heart and soul into her book and into everything she does. It's just been incredible to see the success, but she deserves it because everything that comes out of her mouth is magic and it's genuine Go get your copy of this book because this is going to lift you up. It's going to make you cry. It's going to touch your soul, and it's going to open your eyes to so much possibility. Without further ado, please welcome the remarkable Jamie Kern-Lima. Jamie, thank you so much for coming back. Hello. I'm so excited,
0: Kathy. So great to be here. And um, yes, yes, I'm excited. Thank you for having me.
2: I'm so happy because I sat and read this book cover to cover And I cried a couple times, which like, how do you not? And I'm just like, it's astounding. I really, truly, truly don't even understand how all of this is one human being's life. Like, and you're so young to have (sighs) gone through all of it. And with such grace Mm. and so much magic, everybody needs to read this book. So I want to talk about the book because the whole world is in it. What made you want to write this book? You know, it is first time I've ever
0: written a book and this journey, not just of like having this idea and facing opposition for like three years, everyone telling me, you know, my idea wouldn't work or they didn't believe in my dream. And, you know, it's really not just the story of going from like struggling Denny's waitress to billion dollar entrepreneur. Cause that's a lot of times what the headlines show. And what I realized Kathy about that is like, I get so many DMS from people on Instagram saying, Oh my gosh, like you built a billion dollar business. Like I want that kind of thing. And what I realized is, Oh they're just seeing the highlight reel and they're feeling like the struggles they're going through, like they're alone in them. And when I look back on my journey so far, I just felt like it's time to pour every, cause n- like 95% of the book is stories I've never shared before, ever. Um, but they're really lessons, personal and professional lessons that like, had I known them earlier, I would have saved myself so many nights crying myself to sleep. And, you know, Believe It is really a story, my story of a girl who, who went from not believing in herself to believing in herself, from not trusting herself to learning how to like tune in and hear my own voice and, and learn to trust myself and really a girl who doubted she was enough on my journey to knowing I am enough. And the the reason I wrote it is because like, I just know deep down inside, it's not my story. It's, it's literally so many, uh, women's story out there and men too, who are really on this journey of going, okay, like, I know I'm born for more. I know it, but like, I keep doubting it anyway. And it's like, It's truly the intention of this book is just to share and pour into every single person who reads it and on their journey of going, okay, like I don't, always believe in myself. Now, how do I believe in myself and how, right? Because the book is packed with like the steps that I took and the stuff I did really wrong and the stuff that I did right that helped me learn how to truly trust myself, even when other people didn't believe in what I was doing, but how to tune in and go, oh, wait, I'm on the right path and like how this book is really how to step into all that you are and all that you are created to be. And it is for me, I mean, I'm don't by the way, donating hundred percent of the proceeds of the book, all of that. I'm literally just doing it purely because I feel like for me, it's the best work of my life I've ever done because I get my most joy when I know like, oh yeah, all that stuff I went through. Like, it's not for me. It's to help be of service to someone else so they can make fewer mistakes. Don't make the same ones I made (laughs) so they can handle the setbacks life throws at us. And especially if you're someone that, you know, has like this desire to create or contribute or launch a podcast or write a book or any of those things, but like your own self doubt is holding you back at times or the opinions of other people. This book is really about like how to break through all of that. So I'm just so excited. <laughs> yes. well,
2: I don't blame you for being excited. And I really just hold that space for that mission that you want everyone to really read this because you want to pour into everyone. And yeah. what's so impressive is you really do share the things that make you so relatable. And I think what can happen really easily when you hear that somebody is a billionaire, when somebody has done the uncommon, when somebody has reached this high height, you don't feel at all that you relate to this person. And when I read these words... I'm just literally blown away. I have like a physical reaction. Like it makes me cry because you are so relatable. You are so the girl next door who grew up like all of us with this, like you said, this little inkling that there was something great. And yet the road was very hidden. And the way you were sort of like dropped off on this earth was filled with so much and so I just really admire that you found your way through this fog. I mean, you guys, if you're listening, like here's a girl who talks about her, uh, that she was adopted. Here's a girl who was working at Denny's. Here's a girl who your story of how you and your best friend slash business colleague, CEO, whatever you want to call her, it came to be is also so relatable, like everything you've done this is the book that everybody has
1: to read. Mm
0: -hmm. I'm like getting emotional. I have goosebumps. I've never, I don't think I've ever teared up in like an interview before, but when you just said like, when you grow up and you just have this little inkling and so often the people around you, you know, even the ones that love you so much, maybe they don't have that same inkling, (laughs) you know what I mean? And they don't, they don't really get it, but you have this little inkling where you're like, okay, I know I'm supposed to, share my talent or gifts or skills with the world, or I know I'm, I'm supposed to go after that dream, right? Or I'm supposed to, you know, venture out of this town I was raised in, or I'm supposed, like, I feel like so many times we know, like, deep down inside, we have that inkling, like you just mentioned, right? And then what happens is, like, we end up turning the volume up on our own self-doubt or on like our circumstances around us or the people who maybe even we love so much, but they're like our circle around us and they're super comfy in their comfort zone. And all of a sudden that volume is like turned up so loud on our self-doubt that A, we're not even able to hear our own gut feelings anymore. And then we end up like talking ourselves out of our own truth. And I feel like, and I've learned because I've made this mistake is when we stay in our comfort zone, it literally starts to chip away at our soul. And, um, and this book is about like, okay, like there's so many lessons in here too, of how do you, what do you do when the circle around you isn't on the, that same vibe of a calling <laughs> that you are, right? And how do you handle that? And what do you do about it? And how do you, you know, figure out even how to add some different people to your circle? And how do you figure out how to turn down the volume on the the ones you love dearly, but like, they're not helping out your dream any. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And, and sometimes the people even that we cherish the most can actually keep us in our comfort zone too, you know? Oh,
1: yeah.
2: There's a a sweet Netflix movie that they made for Christmas called Jingle Jangle. I don't know if you've watched it, but it's so beautiful. Oh, it's okay. so beautiful. There's I've this character. She's like an 11-year-old girl. Her name is Journey. And she sings this song, The Square Root of Impossible. And she's like, it's me. Like, I can do the impossible. I just know yes. it. And I, I'm watching yes. it. I was watching it the day after I read your book and I was crying. And I was thinking about you. And I was thinking about how This title, believe it, it's just so Mm -hmm. perfect. How to go from underestimated to unstoppable. And that's what this, I have to send you the clip of this girl singing. She'll like open your heart like nothing else. But I guess I was thinking this, which is what if this, how are we going to get there? This puzzle, this this map, we wish so much that somebody would just deliver to us. What if it's so close that we are constantly just tripping over it? Like what Mm -hmm. if the portal, the door to... All of it is the simplest yet most untapped thing that we've ever done, which is just to fully believe in it. And then it's like, you know, we were talking about Sherry Salata before. And she said to me, when people say, you know, how do you become successful? You, you know, you were executive producer of Oprah, you know, every successful person over the last three decades, you know them. And what is it that you all have in common? And she said, it's not, what are you doing? It's who are you being? It's who are you being right? And I thought so much about Oprah reading your book. Cause you talk about her in here, but I feel like what you have in common with her is there was a resonance. It was a vibration. It was a knowing, and it was a stepping into that knowing. And it was just that. And so it is. And it's like, and from there, the next piece of the how was revealed because you stepped in. But what do you say to people when they're like, no, it can't be that. It has to be that there's some formula or some degree or Mm. some add whatever you want to the list of things I need in order to accomplish the thing which will never happen. How do you help people Mm. really get the believing in it really is there for them. Yes. And what
0: you just described the last five seconds of what you just described is literally somebody talking themselves out of their own calling. Because it's more comfortable to do that because all those things, right? But again, oh my gosh, I feel like it comes at the price of the person you're born to be, right? And, and here's what I'd say to that question. I think it's easy to go, Oh yeah, that girl, Jamie, yeah, she was a Denny's waitress and she bagged groceries at a grocery store and pushed grocery carts in and all those things, but maybe she just got lucky and here's what I've learned and here's what I believe. I do not think that where you come from determines where you're going. I don't think that any of the opposition you face in life, whether it's people rejecting you, people not believing in you, like, I've gone through so many years of rejection and I share the story in this book of three years of like, like I created this, this product and I had this dream right because I have um, hereditary rosacea on my cheeks and there, I could never find makeup that would work for it and. I was working as a television news anchor. I knew nothing about the beauty industry and, you know, took a big risk and poured all of our money into this business. And I finally created something that worked for me. And I really thought this was going to be huge, but I also wanted to use a different type of model than the beauty industry was typically using. Cause I had this realization, right? Cause I was like, why can't I find something that works for me? I never realized nothing out there. No other products work for me. And, in realizing, you know, wait a minute, okay, my whole life all i've seen is images of models where they're photoshopped airbrushed on commercials on television and in magazines and i've never actually seen anyone that has rosacea on their face and they're and on top of it how do you even know if they're wearing the product they're advertising <laughs> like all these things and i had this big such a good point company, right where i was like okay for me and I know you talk a lot about this too, about, you know, your why and 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 your mission for, you know, why you, so many of us identify the why behind what we're doing. And it's interesting because I realized early on that when I created this product that finally worked for me, like, yeah, of course, that was a part why of why I did it. Wanting to help so many other people out there that couldn't find anything that worked for them, make their lives easier and better was also part of my why. But, What I did early on, just to uh, share this tangent for a quick second in case it adds value to anybody listening, because I feel like so many people in their careers, when they're going after their dreams, I feel like they'll identify their why, but it just sounds good. And it's actually not like deep enough, right? Like they'll say, oh, I want to do this because I'm going to, I want to buy a house or I want to help my kids with college, whatever it is. And those are great, awesome whys. And they sound so good. But like, unless it's deep, 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 deep to your core, it's not going to be strong enough to prevent you from Mm -hmm. quitting when times get tough, right? And- I've done a lot of things wrong in my journey but one of the things I did right was early on I just peeled back those layers of why am I and and by the way going through 3 years of hearing everyone say no to you and getting down to a $1,000 in my bank account and not knowing if my company was going to make it like when you go through all that opposition when when you have no proof of success around you and you have no one saying this is going to be amazing you're going to do so good and like every time I checked in with my gut, I felt like I was on the right track. But what also kept me going was like, I really did the work early on and peeling back the layers on like the why deep, deep, deep beneath the why. And for me, it was like, oh, cause I had this realization cause no other makeup would work out there. I had this realization. I wasn't just doing this to make a great product. It was like, oh, I'm going to launch this company. I'm going to use women that are models of, and men, and every gender identity of any age, size, skin tone, skin challenge, I want to use all kinds of models and call them beautiful models and mean it, right? And and because what I realized is, oh, in this journey of trying to find a product that worked for me and I couldn't, I realized my entire life, even since uh, growing up as a little girl, every time I would see these images in magazines, like I'd see them and I would wanted I would aspire to look that way but I, they also always made me feel like I wasn't enough always right. and my deep why like for for this not giving up after years and during years and years and years of no's was like I wanted to shift culture in in the beauty industry around inclusivity but Also around the types of images used as models and the the definition of beauty. And I wanted to do that for every little girl out there who's about to start doubting herself and like every grown woman who still does. And like that is what drove me um, through all of it. Anyhow, (laughs) you know, it was, it was so many years of opposition and of hearing no's from anyone. And to your question on what would you say to people who are like, oh, I just, here's the deal at the end of the day. And this is after going through so much, like we could talk for 50 million hours about the stories in this book that I've never shared. But like one of the big things to share is that I believe every single person has what it takes to go from like underestimated or facing opposition or filled with self-doubt in their own head, to go from that, to go from unstoppable. I believe every single person can do it. And I really truly believe the first criteria for that is that they need to want to, right? They have to want to. And a lot of people just decide, oh, for all these reasons, this isn't possible for me. I believe step one is deciding you want to. And after that, it comes down to mastering belief. And that's hard. But when I look back on my journey, when so many people are like, how did you start with nothing and build a billion dollar company from your living room? It's like, yeah, I worked really, really, really hard too hard. Frankly, I worked really hard and I didn't give up. Like every time I got knocked down another, no, yeah, it was hard. Yeah. I cried myself to sleep so many nights, but I didn't give up. But to me, that is just like the price of admission for being an entrepreneur that keeps a business going. For me, the single biggest thing I did right was like, I made the decision to believe that I could. It doesn't matter what your dream is. To me, learning the steps of and being on the journey of learning how to break through that self-doubt, tuning it out, tuning out other people's opinions and truly, because so many people can't even hear their own intuition, truly learning how to hear your own gut and learning to trust yourself and then learning how to truly believe that it's possible for you to become all that you are and all you're called to be I believe that's possible for everyone and and that really is why I wrote the book
2: yeah and it you do such a good job of giving that belief over and I don't know how you do that because it's such an esoteric and it feels so far away but I think because your story is so vulnerable and you're so exposed and it's so something we can see like From the beginning of the book to the end, you're like, oh my God, I could actually see those steps and how she was able to step forward into each new challenge. You really do feel like you grow as a person just by reading it. Uh, I love this conversation. But before we keep going, let's just thank our sponsors. Time is what we make of it. So why not spend it creating something meaningful? With Skillshare's online classes, you can find inspiration in the moment and learn how to express your creativity. Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning. With so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives, Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth and bring more color, beauty, and fun into this year. Skillshare is also incredibly affordable. It's less than $10 a month. One of my favorite classes I've taken is taught by my good friend, Andy J. Pizza. It's called Find Your Style, five exercises to unlock your creative identity. And it's been so much fun. Andy is an incredible illustrator and teacher, and he has such an infectious enthusiasm and so much energy. I especially love the lesson about unpacking your identity, influences, and experiences because it really helps pull all of the parts of yourself and your story out that are going to make your creative work so unique. It's also really awesome because on Skillshare, you can see what other people have created from taking the class. It's so inspiring to see this community of artists and makers exploring and expressing themselves. So definitely try it out. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash and get a free trial of premium membership. That's skillshare.com slash dream job. On the show, we talk a lot about stepping out of your comfort zone and doing things that scare you. But when it comes to sleep, we need to get as much comfort as we can get. And the one thing I can always count on is how comfortable my purple mattress is. That's because purple is comfort reinvented, Only Purple has the grid. It's a stretchy gel material that's amazingly supportive for your back and legs while cushioning your shoulders, neck, and hips. Because of how it's designed, the grid doesn't trap air. Air actually circulates and flows through it, so you're gonna never overheat. And right now, you can try your Purple mattress risk-free with free shipping and returns. Financing is available also. This material is so comfy and squishy, and I'm so impressed at how it regulates my body temperature. Plus, I love how it bounces instead of just cratering like those memory foams. I think it's so important to have this type of technology and a mattress because a good night's sleep is really a top priority for me. Purple really is comfort for an uncomfortable world. Right now, you're going to get 10% off any order of $200 or more. Go to purple.com slash dreamjob10 and use promo code dreamjob10. That's purple.com slash dreamjob10 promo code dreamjob10 for 10% off any order of $200 or more. Purple.com slash dreamjob10 promo code dreamjob10. Terms apply. The thing I I find with all of our listeners and 90% 90 of them are, are women this feeling of imposter syndrome where it's like, I don't believe that I would ever want someone to give me money or pay me for something. Like, I think I'm a fraud. Like there's so many people better at this thing. Like, yeah, I want to start an Etsy shop or I want to teach yoga or I want to make my own makeup line. But Jamie's done that. Bobby Brown's done that. Someone else is making candles. It's this feeling of shame. You know, what if I put this out there and like, who am I to like take up anybody's time? that is Mm -hmm. just so prevalent.
0: Yeah. And you,
2: I don't even get it, honestly, like just the amount of rejection you just shared. Plus, you know, you articulate it in the book and, and also being a little girl who is like in this sort of different kind of a situation where you were adopted. Like, I think so many kids would feel intrinsically rejected. And this is Mm -hmm. the feeling that everybody's so, it's so easy to go to that place. So if I'm not enough and I'm a fraud How did you get over that? And how do you help women to go? No, 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 no. Like, don't do that to yourself. Like you do have something, especially in the face of so much rejection. And you kept going. It seems superhuman. The thing that I love is that you're talking about this, right? Imposter
0: syndrome and all that. And, And I talk about a lot of, you know, stories pertaining to that in the book as well, the very first thing that is so important for everybody listening right now is like literally everybody has it. (laughs) I've never met a person who doesn't have it. Everybody has it. Right. And so it's like, okay, that's the first thing. Cause once we know that we're like, Oh, this person I watch on television every day has it. Oh, like everybody has it. Just wrapping our heads around that is really empowering because it's like, okay, I'm not alone in this it's normal. I feel unqualified. I have all those things, right? Everybody has it. The second thing is I do a lot of things when I start to feel it. Uh, like I've built this, I talk about a little bit about this in the book where I built kind of this own imaginary toolbox that I pull from When I catch myself going there, you know what I mean? And there's things I tell myself. One of them is, I think it was, I'm trying to remember who I, this part isn't in the book, but I'm just going to share it. I feel like it was Steve jobs, but one person uh, shared this quote that was so powerful and it's always stuck with me. They basically said every single thing that's ever been built or created or done in the world was created by someone just like you and me. And when you think about it, it's true. Mm -hmm it's all true. And I think about that. I write so many things for me. You know, when you see my circle of friends, they're all different faiths, but their hearts are huge. Right. So I love having powerful people around me that remind me of who I am and help talk me out of my BS. When I start, you know, when I start like, Oh, I don't know if I can do, but for me also, I keep a lot of empowering statements around, around me that I pull from. And, you know, one of them that's huge for me um, because faith is a big deal to me, although I think this applies to anybody, no matter what their faith. But there's a famous saying that, that really fills my soul when I start to feel imposter syndrome or doubt myself or feel like I don't have what it takes or like I'm not qualified. And these famous words say, God doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the called. And for Love me, that. I feel like when we have a knowing in our in our gut, right, and we can't shake it, I feel like that's part of your calling or your purpose in life. And I think we can have multiple of those. But when you have it, for me, I kept feeling this calling. Like I was supposed to launch this dream and I was supposed to do whatever I can to shift culture in the beauty industry. I just kept feeling it. And during all these years of no's, because... When we finally created this product, and by the way, I mean, it, I just thought, oh, you know, as an entrepreneur, like so many people will relate to this, you're like, okay, this product is amazing. Finally, yes, it's just gonna do well, right? <laughs> when we, I mean, oh my gosh, it, the first three years, I couldn't even afford to pay myself, right? And every retailer we sent the product to either said no or never replied. Every meeting I got in person when I thought I was going to crush it and kill it, I remember, I remember this first big Sephora meeting I had. And I literally left the building going down the elevator, walking as fast as I could to get out the door. This is in downtown San Francisco. And I could barely afford the plane ticket to get there. And I just, it was a big no. And I was so devastated. I was trying, because the elevator ride down from this big no was filled with people that I'm guessing worked at Sephora. And I'm like, I'm a CEO. I cannot cry. I cannot cry. Like I've got to make it. And I remember getting out of the elevator, rushing out the side of the building on Market Street and like pushing myself against this brick wall next to a fast food restaurant and just sobbing as hard as I could. It was no after no. Um, QVC, I remember years of no. And I finally got... The head guy, Alan Burke, who is responsible for building this billion dollar empire on QVC. And he got all these luxury brands from department stores to want to sell on QVC and they still do. And he's just a genius. And I remember finally getting him on the phone. And I remember pacing in the office, like so nervous. And well, I should say pacing in our office, aka the living room, because we were, right? And he got on the phone and he's like, you know, uh, we've reviewed your products with our all of our buyers. It's unanimous. You're not the right fit for QVC or for our customers. And I was so devastated because- with my mission of wanting to shift culture around beauty, I just knew, oh my gosh, if I can get on QVC, it's not like a Photoshop magazine. It is live. It is live television to a hundred million homes. And I could prove how my product works live. And I could show models that represent every different type and size and age and skin color and skin tone. And, and I just knew in my gut when we check in with our purpose, with our calling, with our mission, I knew, I knew I was supposed to be on QVC and to finally get this big call from the head of all of it, Alan Burke telling me I'm not the right fit and we're not the right fit for QVC or their customers. It's devastating when people tell you you're not the right fit. And when people that you are so tempted to put on a pedestal because they're experts and they've created incredible things and they're known as visionaries, When touted visionaries are telling you one thing and your gut is telling you another, it's hard to keep going. It's also hard to feel like, well, wait, what if my gut is wrong? And what if I'm not enough? And what if I'm, like he said, not the right fit? And what if I'm not qualified? And here's the thing is fast forward, (laughs) you know, a long time later, when we finally got one shot on QVC, we finally got a yes from a buyer, not from Alan Burke. We finally got a yes, and we got one shot, which came down to 10 minutes. And here's the thing, Kathy, is at the time, we were still selling like two to three orders a day on our website, barely (sighs) keeping the lights on. And QVC needed us to manufacture, pay for, and ship in 6,000, over 6,000 units of our Bye Bye Under Eye Concealer Mm -hmm. in order to sell in a 10 minute window to hit their sales target, Or not come back, and the biggest thing that was on the line was that in beauty it was a consignment deal, which meant we had to pay for all of it, make it, ship it in, and we only got paid for what sold. And as an entrepreneur, you know this. Everyone listening knows this. Like never take a purchase order you can't afford to lose. But in this case. This yeah. was our, our last chance at like not going out of business. And it was a big yes. And we decided to kind of risk it all. We applied for SBA loans to cover the cost of making the 60 or the 6,000 units. Um, 22 banks said, no, it was bank number 23. They gave us enough money just to cover the purchase order in an SBA loan. So we had one shot on QVC and we had to sell, right? We had to hit their sales target dollars per minute and not come back. When we got the one shot, I, I flew out there. I was there a week before this airing, and I sat in a rental car in the parking lot right out front every day, and I just sat there because it felt so heavy and so big. Um, and I remembered you talk about Oprah. Actually, by the way, Oprah is the was the very first person to read the book cover to cover because I wanted her blessing on the parts I included about her. Otherwise, I would of have course, you had that stories. epic piece of so, this whole- puzzle, my God. It's a crazy, it's a crazy story. And I actually, I got her blessing at the very end of the book. I shared, I've never, not to be off track, but I've never shared all the real story behind the story of everything. But anyhow, I sat in that parking lot, staring at the front door of QVC. And I remembered this Oprah episode where she talked about the color purple and how she was so obsessed with it that it felt like it was too much for her to carry anymore. She wanted it so bad. And someone had told her, Oh, real actresses are up for the part. She told the story of just going to a retreat where she was running the track in circles and singing I Surrender All and asking God to take it from her. And then Steven Spielberg called. And anyways, so I remember this episode. Anyone who's seen that episode will remember. But so I literally channeled that. I'm sitting in this car in the parking lot. I start singing I Surrender All because it felt too heavy for me to carry. It felt like the next time I walk through these doors at QVC... I'm either going to walk back out, out of business or with my whole life changed. <laughs> it was one or the other because we had one shot. And if you do not hit the sales goal, you don't come back. And the hardest thing, and you know, I talk a lot about learning how to tune in and trust our own gut and trust ourselves, even when everyone else is saying something different. And this was probably the biggest lesson I've ever learned in my career because We had one shot, and what we did is we hired these third-party consultants, and they helped so many people sell their products so well on television and other channels as well. And when we met with them, they all said the same thing to me, which is, okay, if you want a chance at doing well, here's what you need to do. You need to use these type of models, which were just like the ones I had seen in magazines for years. And, you know, you need to produce yourself this way. And I would say to them, okay, but like, what if I'm sitting at home and I have rosacea? And what if I'm, you know, 75 years old and I have hyperpigmentation? How is anyone going to know this product works for them if they don't see someone using it who looks like them? And, you know, we would fight about it. And they wanted, these experts wanted the best for me. They wanted me to win, but they were just telling me what they knew, right? And and this is so important is so many times experts visionaries etc like you can never take it personally when they don't believe in your dream or think you have what it takes because no matter how visionary they are typically they still only will believe something will be successful if they've already seen it successful before so if you're doing something new or novel or different or you're going to put your own take on it they're likely they're not going to realize they're doing this but they're likely not going to think it's going to work because Subconsciously so they've never seen it work before. And so I'm sitting there knowing I have one shot on TV and knowing the experts are telling me use these type of models. And yet my gut instinct, my why, my authenticity, right? My authentic reason for launching this business is to not use that type of, like to use every type of model, right? And It's really hard in these decisions in life when your experts are telling you one thing, your gut's telling you another. And we had one shot. And I I just remember this moment sitting in that car singing, I surrender all crying. And I just remember thinking of who is this woman that's going to be watching me. If I have the blessing of her spending her precious time turning her television on and seeing me, I'm not going to waste it. I'm not even going to focus on, let me sell as much as I can. Like, what do I want to stand for? And I just remember having this moment hit me where I imagine so many different types of women. And one of them that always stands out in my head when I think back to this memory is like, I imagine a single mom folding laundry in Nebraska who like literally doesn't even have time to remember that she matters and that she's beautiful. And, and I would rather have her look up on her TV and even not buy anything and see me showing women that look like her and stand for that, then sell a load of product and stand for nothing. And I knew what I had to do, but sometimes we know, we, when we know what we have to do, it's, it doesn't mean it's easy. And so the live show happened and the countdown clock at 10 minutes started. and It was like 9.59, 9.58, eight, nine fifty. But like, you can't try to sell and you can't look freaked out or nothing will sell either. And um, I just remember like literally pouring everything I had on the air. And I remember the moment my bare face came up on national television, my bright red cheeks. And I remember going to all the different models that looked like, you know, real people. And I'll never forget was like, I was shaking like a leaf. Oh my gosh. And then the wholesale, because everything was on the line. And then I remember like right toward the end, the host was like, the deep shade is down to 200. The tan shade is almost, I'm and like, I was like, "What?" Oh. and then I remember all of a sudden at the 10 minute mark, the sold out sign came up and I literally like tears, like streamed down my face. I remember my husband like rushed through the double doors of the studio and I looked at him and, and they cut, you know, they cut the live show and boom, they're onto the next cell of the next product. I looked at him and I'm like, I'm like sobbing and I'm like real women have spoken. And he's like, we're not going bankrupt. And Never. it was like this whole like thing. And um, that one show turned into five that year, 101 the next year, 151 the next year. And then we've done 250 live shows a year on QVC for eight years in a row and built the largest beauty brand in QVC's history. It is right now at this moment to this day. And the only reason I share that is for every person listening. It was three years of no from QVC. It was Alan Burke saying, literally, you are not the right fit for our customers or for QVC. And we finally did get a shot. And so two things about that. And by the way, oh my gosh. So by the way, for everyone listening, like literally no one can tell you, you are not the right fit, right? Like nobody can tell you that. And I feel in life, our own calling is always stronger than any opposition. Sometimes it feels like our opposition is huge, but your opposition cannot compete with your calling. And what it comes down to is which one you decide to listen to, uh, right? Oh, okay. And so fast forward, we're on QVC now, doing really, really well. And Alan Burke ends up, I get to know him. He's freaking a genius. He became our biggest champion, our biggest cheerleader. He's to this day right now, one of my closest mentors in my life. So awesome. And then he retired from QVC after like a million years there. I don't know how many decades, but he retired. And we ended up hiring him on our advisory board in a paid position. Uh, and it was this moment where I realized, Kathy, like, oh, the guy who, worked, who rejected me is now working for me, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? True. And it was like, oh my gosh, like nobody can tell you how big your dream can be. No one can tell you you're not the right fit. And here's the last thing I'll say about this. I didn't take it personally when he said no. Right. Mm -hmm. I've gotten a lot of rejections. You know, I talk about the investor who told me they would not invest in our company because they didn't think women would buy makeup from someone who looked like me with my body and weight. Like I've had every type of rejection and it's so easy for us because we're human to take these personally. Right. And it wasn't that I wasn't hurt. It wasn't any of that. But professionally, I always made sure to not take it personally. I always made sure to treat it always as like, oh, this will be a yes one day. And then I'll decide if I want to partner with them, but it will be a yes. one, And I always had that attitude. And so with Alan, even after that tough no happened, I still nurtured that relationship. And I still said, it's going to be a yes one day and all those things. And here's what I'll say, you guys, is, you know, I believe and, and you for, for everyone, it's different. For some people, it's God. For some people, it's a universe. For some people, it's love. I believe in perfect timing, even when it doesn't feel so perfect to us. And what I'll say about that is like, what I learned many years later is had Alan Burke said yes, when I wanted him to, we would have failed miserably because mm. I didn't know what I didn't know. And we were not operationally sophisticated enough to wow. handle the back end of the business of an account the size of QVC. Wow. I just didn't know it. And sometimes our hardest no's in life are actually like serendipitous grace. Yeah, like totally. wrapped in this package labeled painful rejection. Yep. Anyways, you asked um, for people that think their idea has already been done or they asked for right? One thing I want to share about that. I'm getting hyper right now. Cause this is like, Oh my gosh, one of the, so I talk about this lesson so much in the book. Cause I wish I had learned this earlier. I wish I, I would have saved myself so many nights crying myself to sleep. If so many people talk themselves out of their dream. They talk themselves out of their truth because exactly what you said, they're like, oh, well, oh, that person's doing so well with this idea already on social media. And this person did really well. And this person, oh no, here's the deal. Nobody, I don't, I don't even care how many, there was millions of makeup brands out there when we launched a makeup company. Please don't ever think that because your idea has already been done, that it impacts your ability to do it and succeed. It just doesn't. And when you look at all of the researchers that research authenticity and all of that, they talk about how it's impossible to have an authentic connection with another human being, a real connection, unless you show up authentically, right? If you show up as your representative or who you think the person wants you to be or whatever, you'll never have an authentic connection, which also can mean with your customers because your customers are relationship too, right? And with that said- As long as you show up fully, authentically who you are, it doesn't matter. Your idea has already been done. No one can do it the way you're going to do it. Like nobody can share it, express it, communicate it, create it the way you're going to do it. And so it's literally as long as you're authentic and that through line of authenticity is in you, it's impossible for anyone else to have done your idea. Because they can't do it like you. It's impossible. And I just think that is so important. And I'll also say that after, because I've done now over a thousand live shows on QVC myself. And the one thing that happens is you're there all hours, the day and night, because you might have a show at 3 a.m. or 3 p.m. But one of the things that I love most about it was that in the green room, you get to meet so many other founders of companies, right? And the through line, talking about authenticity, is when I look back at doing over a thousand shows on QVC, one commonality between the people who make it and the people who don't. Because most people go to QVC and they're on air one time, a couple times, and they're gone, right? Mm -hmm. And when I go, why is it some people make it and some people don't? It's never their personality type. It's actually, I wish I could say it was, but it's never even if they're nice. (laughs) It's, It's like, The one thing that I saw is the people who are the same on air as they are off air. They're the people who last, right? Sometimes they're quirky and they're this and they're that and they're wild and you're like, they're crazy. And then they're they're that same way on air selling their product. They last because you can't fake authenticity And viewers are smart, customers are smart, and they sense it and they can't connect with you unless you're the same. Your heart is open and you're the freaking same. And the people that are even really great, awesome people, like good hearts in the green room, then they go on air and they're all of a sudden the professional representative that they think they're supposed to be, or they're really cool and funky because they think they're supposed to be, but that's not really who they are. They never last. And I feel like when people get this, it's freedom in so many ways, because it's so easy, especially in a social media world to get distracted and compare ourselves and go, Oh, this is working for so-and-so. Maybe I should do more of that. It's like, Oh no, that's when you start to chip away at your own secret sauce and your own potential.
2: Okay. There's a few more things I want to cover, but first we're going to just take a quick ad break. I've been adding more people to my team lately, and I know how important it is to hire great people if you want to take your entire business to the next level. With the stakes this high, there's only one choice, Indeed. Indeed Indeed.com is the hiring site that helps you find quality candidates right away with Indeed Instant Match. Here's how it works. Indeed searches through the millions of resumes in their database to help show you great candidates instantly. So you can focus on what really matters, meeting and hiring great people. With Indeed, you get full control and payment flexibility. Plus there are no long-term contracts, so you can pause your account at any time and you only pay for what you need. In fact, Indeed delivers four more hires than all other job sites combined according to Talent Nest. And when you use Instant Match, you can see a great list of candidates right away. Do you want your quality shortlist fast? You need Indeed. Right now, get a free $75 credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash dreamjob. This is Indeed's best offer available anywhere. Get a free $75 credit at Indeed.com dreamjob. Indeed.com slash dreamjob. Offer valid through March 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Gracias por escuchar. In case you don't speak Spanish, that means thank you for listening. And I just learned it from Babbel, the number one selling language learning app. One of my goals this year is to learn more Spanish because we have a lot of family friends who speak that language and Babbel has made it addictively fun and easy with bite-sized lessons that I'll actually use in the real world. Their 15 minute lessons are the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. And they design their courses with practical real world conversations in mind. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and your accent. Unlike language learning apps that have AI to create their curriculum, Babbel lessons were created by over a 100 language experts, and this teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. So start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. I'm excited to keep using this app. I love that I can learn in quick 15-minute doses while I'm taking a walk or cleaning up around the house. It just makes the learning experience feel so much more doable. And if you're already fluent in Spanish, they have 14 languages on there like German, and French and Italian, so there's always more you can learn. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you're going to get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to babbel.com and use promo code DREAMJOB. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code DREAMJOB for an extra three months free. Babbel, language for life. Oh my gosh, that's so powerful. And I was going to say this to you during this incredible story. I love it so much. And by the way, if you guys want to hear all of the pieces of it. You can go back and listen to Jamie's first episode on the show which we will link. But it's so powerful and it reminded me so much of something I just experienced. I went to a Joe Dispenza retreat for 6 days and did some meditation with him. Yeah. And he was sharing something so power so powerful which is that they will watch what happens when people drop into a space of open-hearted mm-hmm. heart coherence, right? Like a lot of times we are like our minds jumping around We don't feel that centered place, but when he does a meditation and he asks people to just open their heart and, and they have fMRIs on people and heart monitors on people, and they'll start Mm. to see people literally drop in. Mm. It's incredible. Two things. Number one, they'll take the sound waves of what's underneath the stethoscope and they will look at those sound waves under a microscope. And when a person is in an open hearted, coherent state, meaning they are dropped into their center, the sound waves themselves under a microscope, they make like a beautiful kaleidoscope of these beautiful fractals that all have cohesion. It's incredible. Mm. And when a person is not dropped in, right? when we're not coherent, when we're not open-hearted, the sound waves are chaotic and they don't make anything. There's no creation. And so what's really powerful is that the vibration of love when you're in an open-hearted state, it, it's immediately creating in the atmosphere. It's immediately making something that is coherent, that has a pattern. It literally elevates the energy. And so I wanted to say to you, which I'm sure you know this and I'm sure people have said it, but I just want to say it is that it's true that you made a product that outshines the rest. And I bought it for years and we know that that's true. And, and, It's you, Jamie. You could have been selling anything as long as you were totally dropped in because when you open your heart the way that you do, you literally love other people into life. You literally, literally love them into life. And that's why you became a billionaire. You have the ability to do that thing that very few people do and it literally is the key and it opens people's hearts. And, and what you just shared, all of it, those pieces of your story that day and sitting in the car and I surrender and what wound up happening and the most successful beauty brand. And then you also talked about that last piece of like, what it takes is be consistently you, right? It's again, it's like you even said that open heart people can feel it. You're literally like a ninja at having an open heart. And that's what this entire book is about to me.
0: Okay. So I'm not going to have any makeup left now. I'm crying. This is the second time I cried in your interview. I've never cried in an interview. I'm like, first of all, what you just said, loving people to life. Like that is so powerful, and like I feel like we all deserve to live, like to really live, not. No, just but you're live you're
2: life. a master at this, and I want to ask you one more question before we go, which I think yes. might make you cry if we have enough time. So I have to talk about your kids. I just have to talk about your kids because ninety yeah. percent of our audience, we've almost twenty million downloads. Ninety percent of us are women. A lot of us are having kids later in life. I had a really hard road with my fertility journey. 11 miscarriages, lots of IVF, IUIs, had a baby this summer. First time I conceived naturally and he had trisomy 18 and I had to terminate the pregnancy. So there was that. And in your book, you so bravely talk about this too. And I want to, I want to get out a huge highlighter and circle it because so many women, two things. Number one, when they've become this successful, they think they have to make a choice between having this kind of success and being a mother. That's, that's number one. Number two is that when you've gone through the struggle that you had gone through with fertility, a lot of women And aptly so, say, I can't take more heartbreak and I'm going to give up on this part of my journey. Along comes you who says, maybe, just maybe, we don't have to do this alone. And especially what was so touching for me is a girl who had her own journey to meet and to connect with both of her mothers, right, who then allowed another woman the privilege the honor to help you bring these two gorgeous beings into the world I'm so grateful to you for sharing your surrogacy story because there are so many women I know who need to hear this to give themselves permission that they don't have to prove and that if this is something that they need what a gift to allow themselves to receive this level of gift from another woman. Can you just please talk a little bit about this? Because it was, I was bawling reading this whole part of your story. Yeah,
0: I mean, this was a a tough, a tough journey. So for about a decade, um, you know, I tried to get pregnant and uh, you never had a successful pregnancy. So we had uh, miscarriages and, you know, went through fertility, all that for about 10 years, um, all in parallel to, you know, building a cosmetics. So it was all happening kind of at the same time. And it's really tough. Um, as, as so many other women will, will know that we grow up thinking <laughs> we have these crazy external noise that tells us, Oh yeah, you're, you're gonna, you know you can have kids, you know what I mean and we and then it's, and it 's like when your body isn 't doing its part it 's so hard to not feel like oh what 's wrong with me i 'm failing at something i 'm supposed to do all those things right and this was a really long journey for me and I'd always known my whole life I wanted to adopt. And when I met my husband, I was like, I just want to make sure if we're going to get married, like you're ready to adopt. I just always knew. And I had no idea I was adopted. I didn't find out until many years later, my 20, late 20s, which is a crazy story filled with like. So crazy. crazy. It's a crazy I probably had more rejection in that story than ever, like calling thousands and thousands and thousands of women, getting hung up on, hoping one of them is my mom, and crazy, all in the book, crazy story. But you know, when we eventually, after a decade of trying everything, you know, go okay, we're gonna go full speed ahead on on adopting and surrogacy. Let's look into both options and the surrogacy process. And I actually detail every detail about it in the book because I didn't know what to expect out of any of it, what it was like, what's going to happen, what do I do, how does it work? So I kind of share all that in the book, but the surrogacy process ended up going so much quicker than the adoption process. And so we ended up, partnering with a surrogate who has five kids of her own, a beautiful family, and had always wanted to do this for another family. She felt called her whole life to do this for another family who was struggling. And so we ended up going through the process with her. And the big thing to Kathy that for me came out of this was I realized my entire life, I like took pride in like not needing to depend on anyone else. And like, mm-hmm. I, I saw independence as this badge of honor. Yep. And I was like, I don't need a man most of my life. You know, I was like, I didn't want to get married, by the way. I never dreamed of having a, a wedding growing up, which most of my friends did. And I was like, oh, I didn't, you know, for a lot of reasons, which I share a lot of those in the book too. But anyways, I was like, you know, I'm a lone wolf. I got this on my own. I could do anything. I'm unstoppable. Like all those things I would tell myself. And I had a huge life lesson that changed my life in so many ways, not just by blessing me with a baby, but by shifting my whole perspective on how I want to do life in community with other women. I realized in this journey, because when you have another woman carrying your baby, it is scary and you have no control, oh. and you feel out of control all the time, you have to trust another person on such a level. And for me, I had learned to, you know, trust myself. And I, I was going to show up for me, and I got me, and I don't need all those things. I thought, I thought it was a badge of honor. And I realized in this journey that deep down inside, being the lone wolf can often come from not a badge of honor, I'm independent. Being a lone wolf can come from a deep-seated insecurity and fear that we are not worthy of other people yeah. showing up for us, right? And I realized that about myself. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and, and I really had to do the work of getting through that in this process of another woman showing up for me to do something for me I couldn't do on my own. And meaning needing to trust her and me coming out of this experience. And she's a great, a great friend right now. And the experience of bringing our baby into the world in community was something I didn't know how to do before this. And it was so much more powerful and life-changing <sighs> than I could have ever imagined. And it also gave me one of my life's greatest lessons. And I wish I had learned it sooner because I would have trusted more I would have recognized sooner that, oh, it's not a badge of honor to just say, I got this on my own. I don't need anyone else. You know what I mean? And it was just a huge full circle moment for me in life going through that journey. And also a crazy journey, (laughs) crazy journey. I did not know what I was getting into with all this. Just, yeah, I I go into all of it in the book for anyone who really also wants to know, like, well, what is it like? And what do you have to do? And what do you all those things, I share all that. Cause like, I'd want to know, I wish I had known it before I went through it and it's amazing. Anyways,
2: and your kids yeah. are so delicious. If you follow on Instagram, you've seen these two little cherub angel faces, (laughs) just absolutely beautiful. And what you just said is such an incredible gift that you gave everybody this, Mm -hmm. these words of maybe it's that you just don't feel worthy of receiving from someone else. And Jamie, for someone to be as successful as you are on every level and to uh, like release the shame and just share something that vulnerable again, like that really opens the door of possibility to so many people. And it isn't that we have to do this alone. And and what if, just what if we are worthy of having the ability to receive magic from other people?
0: And that's the thing is like
2: this journey
0: of going from doubting I'm enough to knowing I'm enough, right? Like I feel like it's so many women's journey and how do you do it? And, and, that's really why I wrote this book. Is for wow. everyone. Everyone who's ever doubted themselves, doubted they're enough, and how do you know you're enough, right? And and that's what it's all about. So.
2: All right. Well, tell us. All about how we can buy this book. I know that you're also doing a book club. Tell us where we can find it. Tell us all the oh, good things. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, believe it.
0: If you go to believeit.com, you could buy it from any retailer, but you're going to get um, anyone who's part of your community, go to believeit.com. And when you enter your order number, I'm doing a, a couple of free gifts just for everyone to celebrate the launch oh, of the nice. book. So, uh, I'm doing my first ever course called Becoming Unstoppable How to Overcome the Things Holding You Back. So, you're going to get that for free. And That's also, um, we put Put together, it's an over 20-page workbook. It's a digital workbook, so you just download it for free. I don't want to call it a study guide; it's more like an action plan, and it helps you implement like all these lessons into your so, real generous. Life. so um, generous, so generous. Get that on believeit.com. We're doing it this whole week, so so get it for launch week because we're keeping it open through launch week. And so, yeah, I'm so excited. Literally, I'm donating 100% of the proceeds. I think this is like my heart in a book. It's the best work I've ever done, and my prayer is just that it literally helps everyone on their own journey of really truly learning to believe in themselves, trust themselves and know they're enough.
2: Well, I'm certain that those prayers have already been answered. And so it is. Thank you so much. You are so generous and you have the biggest heart. So Kathy, keep... I love you. You too. I'm so grateful. God right bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Keep being your shining light and uh, everyone go get the book. You have to, have to, have to, have to read it and get it for your best friend. Cause she has to read it too. Yes. Jamie, you're the best Let's read it together. Read it
0: together. Yes. Yes. It's such a good book to read in community with other women for sure.
2: Thank you for all of this. Yeah. Thank you. You're the best to be continued. Oh my gosh. It's just so good. All right. So here are the takeaways. Number one, where you come from does not determine where you're going. Number two, every single person has what it takes to go from underestimated to unstoppable. But first, you have to decide that you want to. Decide that you believe that you can. Number three, every single thing that's been built, created, or done in the world was created by someone just like you and me. Number four, stand for something even when it's not easy. Number five, no one can tell you that you're not the right fit. Our own calling is always stronger than any opposition. It comes down to which one you decide to listen to. Number six, sometimes the hardest no's in life are serendipitous in grace. Number seven, just because an idea has already been done does not mean it's going to impact your ability to do it and succeed. Show up authentically as you are. No one can do it the way that you can. And number eight, you don't have to be a lone wolf. You are worthy of having another person show up for you. Okay. Now I want to announce today's giveaway winner. I'll be doing giveaways twice a week, Mondays and Thursdays. All you have to do is leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts or go to your Instagram and do a little video in your stories and tag me at kathy.heller. Not only will you be entered into the raffle, but I will probably repost that video and I will send you a huge personal thank you. So today the winner is Melody7464 and she wrote, Exactly what I need when I need it. I've been loving this podcast since discovering it a month or so ago. I love Kathy's realness and vulnerability almost as much as I love her desire to serve others and guide them in their true paths. This morning, when leaving the gym, I turned on and what I thought would be the continuation of the episode I started last night. Instead, it was the mini episode on clarity. And I didn't even know how much I truly needed that information today. I'm understanding more daily that there are no coincidences. So I'm grateful to have been led to the podcast and highly recommend it to anyone who needs a lift or nut in the direction of their true life purpose. Thanks, Kathy. Well, Melody, thank you so much. It means so much to me and you won. So we'll make sure that we get you some adorable swag. We've got sweatshirts and hoodies and mugs, all these awesome things. We're going to make sure to send you some goodies. Thank you guys so much for listening. I am so aware that there's a million things that you need to be doing right now and your time is the most valuable thing you have. So thank you for spending it here. If you want to get more amazing episodes as they come out, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And please do leave a review and tell your friends about the show because it helps us so much. Also, I'm curious if this particular episode inspired you today. Can you think of one person who you know who would be moved by Jamie's story? If the answer is yes, share the link to this episode. You can DM it to them. You can email it to them. You can post it in your Instagram. Let's share this kind of inspiration. Why not? It might be the very thing that helps somebody to just start to see that they can do this thing or crack the light open a little bit more so that they can actually start walking toward their calling. If you do talk about the show on Instagram, tag Jamie at Jamie Kern Lima, and you can tag me as well at Kathy.Heller, but we both love seeing them. And most of the time, our guests will not only give you a thanks, but a lot of times they will repost the things that you share. I love you guys. I'll leave you with a song of mine and I'll talk to you tomorrow. The podcast is a production of Authentic. For more info on advertising in this show, visit AuthenticShows.com.